A reading from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even, th- even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are here with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head of oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hi, my name is Avery Mooney, and I'm going into the 11th grade. University Christian Church has always been my home. This place and its people have surrounded me with love for as long as I can remember, since I was attending services before I'd even been introduced into the world. If 16 years of devotion to UCC does not show the support that I have felt from the congregation, then I'm not sure what does. I have always felt that there was something so special about the way that this church encompasses our faith. Through the support of many, I have grown to understand that to me, the Lord is my neighbor, my peace, and my guidance. The ways in which the Lord is my peace does not exactly fit the definition of the word itself. I feel the Lord in the calm as well as the chaos, and neither are that hard to find at UCC. One of my earliest memories of truly feeling God's presence was at Disciples Crossing Church Camp in Athens, Texas. The peace of nature out there can be quite overwhelming, but I love it with my whole heart. It reminds me that the Lord is so much bigger than me, and similarly, so are his plans. All of the amazing, fun, and loud opportunities that we have here also oddly bring me peace. Even though it may not be physically peaceful, being around people of the church that I know want to walk together on our faith journeys is incredibly comforting. It is almost comparable to the saying, the calm in the middle of the storm. This is because even though my life may get crazy, I can always count on the faith to be my solace. For these reasons, I consider the Lord to be my peace. The Lord is my neighbor because my faith is always there for me. I see God in many ways daily, and one of those is our church community. God not only brings us together to worship, but to celebrate. I was introduced into this church at a very young age by my parents, basically since before I was born. I have always felt to be filled with love from this community, and I think that comes from our shared love of the Lord. At first glance, we are just considered a congregation of people who believe in the same religion. But once a closer look is taken, it is clear that we are family. I see God in the children's ministry, the bagels on Sunday mornings, and the football parking lots. Go Frogs! The Lord is my neighbor because His presence in my life is unwavering, especially in this holy place. The Lord is my guidance because He leads me to become who I should be. God's plan for us is so much bigger than ever imaginable, so it's obvious that we would need guidance in our lives. Earlier this month, I was honored to accept a position on the Youth Ministry Committee for Disciples Crossing Camp. This was one of the ways that God helped to lead me where He knows I need to be. Being a member of this group of people will definitely help me grow my faith, which is the main reason I decided to apply in the first place. I chose to accept their call to ministry because I wanted to grow closer to the Lord while helping the place that feels closest to Him. My plan for this committee is to be a part of the important conversations and to see how a strong faith can be applied to every aspect of life. University Christian Church has encouraged me to make this leap of faith by teaching me that God is there to lead the way, and then I felt the conviction to join this group for a reason. God cannot make me take the correct path, but through His guidance and prayer, I will be able to stay there. Because of that, my Lord is my guidance. To me, the Lord is my peace, my neighbor, and my guidance. Although every person's interpretation of what God means to them is different, we all share the same understanding of how God has changed our lives for the better. 
If we as a congregation share our ideas about what the meaning of our faith is to us, change could be made on a much larger scale. So as we go about our days, I challenge you, the UCC community, to contemplate what the Lord is to you and how that can be reflected into the church. Good morning. My name is Sam Hendricks, and I am a junior at Pasco High School. When Jamie approached me about preaching on Youth Sunday, I was reluctant to say yes. Our theme for Youth Sunday this year is, The Lord is my dot, dot, dot. And this is a really hard question for anyone to answer, especially a 17-year-old guy like myself who hasn't had that much life experience yet. I've been given a lot of thought to this theme. Recently, I took a trip to Arkansas to visit some family, and I spent quite a bit of time fishing on the lake. The lake was calm and peaceful, and I was left alone with... I was left alone with only my thoughts. I asked myself some big questions. Who is God? Why do I believe? Where do I feel most connected to God? I reflected a lot on my time at Niners Camp at Disciples Crossing in Athens. This camp was the first time I remember feeling really connected to God. For those of you who haven't been able to experience Niners, let me set the scene. A group of rowdy 15-year-olds who just finished their ninth grade year all head east to Disciples Crossings for a week in the summer. We had an awesome group of staff and keynote speakers who were completely open and honest about their less-than-perfect faith journeys. For the first time in my life, I felt accepted for my less-than-perfect walk with God. We also spent the week exploring different components of our spiritual lives. We dove into scripture, talked about servanthood and the importance of giving back, and learned about different ways to pray and worship. I think the reason I felt most connected to God that week was because I realized I could feel God's presence in the less obvious ways. I love coming to this building and worshiping alongside all of you at our traditional services on Sunday. But if we're being honest here, I usually feel most connected to God in the less obvious ways. For example... I feel God's presence at Disciples Crossing when I get to watch the sunrise over the lake. I feel God's presence during our weekly community groups when Jamie and the other high school guys get together and we talk about how our week is gone. I feel God's presence when we go on mission trip and get to connect with the families that we're helping. I feel God's presence when I'm fishing at the lake or driving around in my car with the music blaring. I feel God's presence when my whole family gets together to swim on Sunday afternoons. I feel God's presence when my dad and I spend time together and have deep conversations about life. I feel God's presence when my younger siblings give me a hug after a weekend spent away. To answer the question from this youth Sunday's theme, the Lord is my dot, dot, dot. I like to think of the Lord as my friend. In my opinion, God isn't a formal figure who is only available on Sunday mornings. God is someone who is always with me, especially in the more casual moments. Most of us probably have different opinions of who or what God is, and that's okay. If we all tried to seek out the friend in God, I think we could really make a difference in our community. Think about it. Friends are always welcome. Friends listen. Friends have hard conversations. Friends are accepting. And friends are loving. If we took this approach outside of the walls of University Christian Church, we could show Fort Worth or even the world that we have a different understanding of what church means and we aren't looking for a cookie-cutter approach to God. I challenge you to seek the friend in God and try to find God in smaller, less obvious ways this week. Amen. Hello, my name is Caroline Waldvogel. I just finished my freshman year at Pascal High School. The Lord is my shepherd. 
who makes me lie down in green pastures, who guides me along the right paths, and who will always be with me. Our Lord, who prepares a table in the presence of our enemies, who overflows our cup, and whose goodness and love will follow us forever. The past few years of my life have been ones of trial for me. There was this turning point for me in sixth grade, the first time I was in a school that wasn't majority white. I learned about fights, the inequalities between different skin colors, the imperfection of relationships, LGBTQ+, and when I began contemplating my spirituality. Asking questions like, why is religion such a huge part of my life, but yet I don't feel drawn to church worship? Why does everyone else seem to believe in God so effortlessly? Why do I feel like I have to say prayers at night like it's something I need to do instead of something I choose to do? And why do I apologize to God when I have intrusive thoughts, even though I know our Lord is forgiving? If I'm being honest, I'm very much human, as I'm sure most of you in this room are. If I, I still find that a part of myself is challenged by worshiping stories that I'm not sure are 100% true. And I'm challenged by the presence of a God that I can never truly understand or even see or touch. Through the process of writing this sermon, I learned two things. One, that writing a sermon is actually pretty complicated. And that among all my other questions, I've learned one more. The Lord is my, the Lord is my what? I found I couldn't describe one a God in one word. I found that that's because to me, God isn't necessarily a sermon or a prayer, but a feeling. And it wasn't until writing the sermon that I applied something my mom told me for a completely different subject to this. She told me it's not who they are, but what they represent. And oversimplified, God is my shepherd. Because to me, our Lord represents this feeling in my chest when I was broken, lost, lonely, or in times where I was just living. And I was led into these little miracles that just made sense. They represented something so huge to me. Many of those times when I'm in the midst of hardships or I'm learning about myself, I get that feeling. Those little miracles, that feeling has helped me understand we all see God through different things and that our Lord aids us in different ways. Through the hardest parts of my life, through COVID, God has been there. For me, an aspiring zoologist, many of my miracles happen through animals. There was this one time when I was in the middle of doing homework for virtual school that my sister came into my room and told me that, my, that our neighbors had found a baby hawk. Upon further, the exam, upon further examination, I found that this bird, who they'd given meat, was actually a morning dove, completely vegetarian. I, had, I have to guiltily admit that I did play with it. I mean, the damage had already been done. But then I put on my animal cap and insisted we leave it alone and put it in this abandoned nest we had in my backyard. I then stepped away to try and find someone to take care of them. In the minutes I'd been gone, they took the bird and began messing it with, with it again and took it down the street. Now here's me just trying to take care of this bird, and I'm distressed and on the verge of tears. I finally found a place to take it. When we finally showed up at the animal rehabilitation place, it was an old home in a shady neighborhood. There were broken tanks and old Halloween props in the front yard along with live doves in a cage. Now, I bet these were nice people, but I didn't want to give them the morning dove. But just as we'd shown up, I kid you not, the second we showed up, a lady stepped out of her car with a hurt turtle. She was from the Fort Worth Zoo's bird department, and she'd just gotten her license in animal rehabilitation, and she'd just happened to have leftover baby bird formula. After talking to the man, who'd been less than gentle with the poor turtle, she took the dove for us. I kept saying practically the whole way home, thank God. 
Everything had lined up perfectly. That moment goes hand in hand with many others. There was this time I'd been so hurt, choking on my screams that I didn't let it escape my mouth, my mind twisted in confusion that I'd silently wished for a sign, not expecting to get one. I'd walked around my backyard to calm down, and it was there I just happened to look into a rose bush to find four cardinal eggs. There was this time I'd gotten up to leave English when a ladybug, seemingly dead, fell out of my jacket. I went to take it outside so it could say goodbye to the world surrounded by grass and leaves, but the second I stepped into the sunlight, it got up and flew away. My last story is from when we were having community group outside due to COVID-19. We found this lizard in the parking lot. I figured I'd pick him up since he let me and move him to the bushes, but I hadn't wanted to say goodbye yet. And he seemed content, so I let him sit on my hand, and he stayed there the whole time basking in the sun through all of community group. We named him Speckleton George. All those stories are true, down to the smallest details. And what those stories had in common was this feeling, a warmth that spread through my soul. In those moments, I felt like everything had come together. The thing about God is that when we explore what our Lord means to us, we are actually exploring who we are in this world. We didn't choose to be here. We didn't choose our race, color, sexuality, class, or mental or physical issues. We didn't choose the pain we face in our lives, and we most certainly didn't choose COVID. But we weren't promised an easy life. We were promised help living it. We were promised to be guided by our shepherd. That's what I've found that this feeling is, why I find such bliss and contentment when I'm around people and non-human animals. Because they are the creations of God. They are the ones who are here with me through this imperfect but beautiful life. Something has changed inside of me since sixth grade. I've stopped saying I'm broken and have instead begun saying all those broken pieces have rearranged into the person I'm meant to be. I never had to feel drawn to worship. I never had to be comfortable with the image of God as others seem to be. Prayers weren't the only thing connecting me to God if I didn't go to church that week. And I don't need to apologize for God to having human thoughts, no matter how uncomfortable they may be. Because God isn't whether or not I go to church or if I say my prayers and my Lord isn't going to leave me based on what I think. God is always with us and isn't going to leave no matter how we worship or see God. We don't have to be anything more than human, anything more than ourselves. God loves us in our imperfections, and at the same time, God wants us to find healing and comfort and is working to shepherd us in that direction. The whole point of Jesus' sacrifice, the reason we have church and community, these feelings is so that we know we will always be guided through this life. You don't have to have it figured out. You don't need to have experienced something as grand as an angel descending from the heavens. You don't need to be or act a certain way. And you don't even have to be 100% certain God exists. Here's a little secret. If you had to be perfect, think perfect, and worship God perfectly, then everyone in this world has already failed. The Lord is our shepherd. And remember this. A shepherd never leads just one sheep.